Okay, we are delighted to have with us Marie Bennett, who has written... Benedict. Benedict. Oh, thank you. Who's written the book, The Mitford Affair, which is unbelievable and a story I never knew about before, about the Mitford sisters. And um, we are so delighted to have you with us, Marie. This book I read on my honeymoon last week, and I could not... (laughs) Put it down, and it's nothing. You know, we've read so much historical fiction, and you um, are such an excellent writer, but this story is wild. We want to also mention we're sponsored by the Book Club Restaurant, and if you go in there and mention Lori and Julie, you get a hot toddy. Mm-hmm. All right, so hi, hi Marie. Marie. After all that, sorry. Hi. I mean, wow. Thank you, first of all, for reading it, enjoying it, bringing it on your honeymoon. I don't know any details about that, but wow. Right. Thank you so much. And it, you got to have a great book on uh, a beach vacation. And I knew a little bit about the Mitford sisters only in that I'm a longtime subscriber to Vanity Fair. And ah, I feel like yeah. they have had excerpts of like authorized books about the Mitfords. And I remember just thinking, Oh, I don't want to read one of those books, but I'm glad I'm reading the Vanity Fair. And so for you to have this fictionalized story of their life is just fantastic. Well, thank you. I mean, honestly, those sisters gave me so much raw material to work with. I mean, they, uh, you know, for people who aren't familiar with them, you know, they're these brilliant, beautiful, eccentric kind of it girls of the 1920s and 30s. They're aristocrats Mm -hmm. in um, Great Britain. Each one is, you know, a little nuttier than the next, and yet they find themselves in the epicenter of the lead-up to World War II in ways that are, I don't know if you guys would agree, but are kind of mind-boggling. I never, I never do. Mind-boggling. And we want people to read the book, so we don't want to... You tell everyone. No spoilers. No no spoilers. But how, how did you... Like, how did you come across or get interested mm-hmm. in the Mitford sisters as a topic for this possible, you know, novel? Yeah, great question. Well, you know, I, I this is what I write. You know, I write about real historical women mm-hmm. um, who've left legacies, Love right, it. but who generally aren't that well-known. Some are super not unwell-known, and some are like the Mitfords who are have kind of, I don't know, inhabit our our understanding in some very peripheral way and I got to know them a little bit when I was actually in college too long ago to mention Mm -hmm. and um, I was on a like a year rail pass with a friend and I wanted to bring a book that that could get me through because we didn't have cell phones and so I found a compendium of Nancy Mitford the oldest Mitford sister her novels Um, two of the most famous ones Pursuit of Love and Love in a Cold Climate are like thinly veiled, um, fictionalized accounts of this really quirky, upper-class British upbringing that she and her sisters had. You know, they were kind of wealthy, they lived on these crumbling manors, and they were kind of left to their own devices, and they were funny, and and I just sort of found them entrancing. But when I was doing the deep research for another book I wrote called Lady Clementine, which is about Winston Churchill's wife, um, I learned a lot more about them because actually... um, Clementine Churchill is cousin to the Mitford sisters' father. She's actually a lot more than that, but that's yeah. A, yeah. a story for another day. And um, and so I started to learn more about the the kind of escapades that these sisters get up to, which puts them, you know, really with unbelievable access to the leaders 
uh, pretty much every European country, uh, Italy, Germany, uh, Great Britain, in the lead up to World War II and in all these sort of political machinations that are ha- happening during this time. And, and when I learned that, I, I just knew I wanted to tell their story in some way. Oh, my gosh. Marie, I... I- I guess for me, you know, it's so weird. It was so different reading a story about sisters in the 1930s. One of them got a divorce from Mm -hmm. a Guinness heir and goes off Mm -hmm. for this fascist leader that she just was so compelled with. You didn't even hear about divorce back then. And then their fascination with Adolf Hitler. I'm sorry. I just have never read anything like this. Did you just flip? Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you say that because it, I had never thought I would write anything like oh, that. Yeah. You know, you have these sisters, these two of the two of the sisters become absolutely enamored with fascism. And as you mentioned, this is not really a spoiler. One leaves her Guinness Air husband for the head of the British Union of Fascists. And the other sister moves to Germany. And, in, and she's a teenager. And she insinuates herself into Adolf Hitler's inner circle. Mm-hmm. And these two girls have access that no one else in Europe has to Nazism and to what's happening. And I had to, because they're actually enamored with it, look at Hitler and Mussolini and Oswald Mosley and their movements through their eyes to Mm -hmm. tell their stories. And sometimes it was extremely hard to do because how reprehensible those characters are. And yet, in order to understand how they could take these you know, these almost unimaginable steps that they do, I had to understand why these people were so compelling to these girls. Right. And it's interesting, too, you know, because you think of sometimes how loyalty has to be set aside because there's something greater going on, but people have very different ideas, too, about what loyalty is. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, you know, and where their lines are, where your loyalty to family or ideology or um, your belief systems, where the line between that and something else is. Because we see that now. I mean, you know, like you have with the January 6th or people who believe that. No, but I'm just saying that that is that is a mindset you have to put yourself into in the 20s, 30s, when all of this was just taking a foothold. It's and just, slowly right. getting into people's heads and minds that it was okay. I mean, it, there it is really, something to be learned from it, they, or remembered. In what you said, we're with Marie Benedict. Her book is The Mitford Affair. She, um, her, she just chooses to write the hidden stories of historical women. And, and really, I have to, you know, Lori and I, prolific readers... I almost I fell, <laughs> fell off my beach chair when I started reading about how obsessed they were with Nazism. This is just wild. But it's wild. I bet it was hard to I mean, I was driven to this story in part. I mean, it's so crazy. But also because I wanted to understand how seemingly, well, as normal as you, it's all relative, normal as you think these women are, but women who have every advantage. Yeah. What it is that would attract them to these really extreme political movements. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that are just beyond our imagining. And, and, uh, you know, it's not wasn't always pleasant to get in their head right. and try and make sense of it. But I learned so much about the way in which people make choices around their belief systems. And, 
you know, that helped me understand a lot of, of sort of the polarizing things that are going on in our own world today. That's what I, I thought, too. I, I just thought, oh, this is just this is how it's done. You break the norms down little by mm-hmm. little. And, you know, it's kind of it is a form of, you know, kind of a gaslighting situation. And then you have these sisters, they're sisters. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and they, that whole other layer oh of that. Gosh. And then the fact the whole snobby British aristocrat situation and all of and, that. And I have to ask you, because you did all your research because you wrote about um, Clementine. Yeah. Clementine Churchill yeah. who was the cousin of the Mitford's yeah. uh, sister's dad, who seemed like he was a That's real right. flip flapper. Uh, <laughs> not as much as the mom. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but exactly. but the the fact that, you know. Winston Churchill, and you see mm-hmm. him come back, you know, kind of into power because he was ignored mm-hmm. while, you know, oh, Hitler was so. getting all of his power. And, and Neville Chamberlain and was being a bootlicker this, to Hitler. This is fascinating. I love <laughs> this book. Well, and you know what's amazing is as I was looking at these sisters, I'm thinking, oh, my God, how could they have these beliefs and support, right. you know, fascism? there was actually a big faction of upper class British society that got behind it mm-hmm. because they really looked at the, at this sort of polarized political landscape as a battle between fascism and communism. And the communists would never allow them to keep their titles and their land mm-hmm. and their right. money. And, but the fascists might. So right. it was kind of, they were choosing between the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And, and so there was actually a, a reasonably sized faction that, that believed the sort of things that Diana and Unity, the two sisters, believed. But no one went to the lengths that, they, that those two yeah. went. This would be such a, because I know your book birthday was just, just a couple of days ago. This would be an excellent book for a book oh, club discussion. Unbelievable. Well, thank you. That's what I hope. I hope that people can gather together and and really kind of pick apart these these really this crazy story and these really textured issues that are in it. Yeah, including things like yeah. Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that fascinated me, which I think a lot of people can relate to. I'm the oldest of six children, Mm -hmm. and while we are not the Midfords, thankfully, um, you know, I do. I'm fascinated with the way in which sibling relationships form people's personalities and their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And it, it plays out in such bold relief with these Medford sisters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you see Jessica becoming a communist, not necessarily because that's what she believes, but because her sister, Unity, is, is a fascist. I right? know, this and was it, weird. I know. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I mean, you know, they have this childhood bedroom where they draw a line down the middle and one's decorated with swastikas and the other's decorated with a hammer and sickle. And this is real. This is real, people. I mean, this, Marie, I cannot. This book is, has made us think. It's the most unusual book we've read in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it was such a page turner. And and I bet when you were done, you're kind of like, oh, who's next? What do you have yeah. another, you know, did you come across another historical person that we need to know about? Are you already in the, the yeah. mix of it? Yeah, actually, I have another book coming out in June. Oh. Um, I have um, books that I co-write with another author, Victoria Christopher Murray. Mm-hmm. And um, the story we have coming out in June is called The First Ladies. And it's about the friendship between Eleanor Roosevelt and a woman that we 
should know as well as we know Eleanor. Her name was Mary McLeod Bethune. She was the first, uh, the fifteenth in a family, firstborn free. Mary she founded Bethune. a college, yes, the, the um, black Bethune woman, Cookman College in Fl- Florida. Yes, and she became. I'm sorry. That black woman from Florida, everywhere mm-hmm. you go, like in New Smyrna mm-hmm. Beach, Daytona, it's everything yes, is Bethune. That's, that's her. Oh, that's so wonderful. She and Eleanor became BFFs at a time of. Um, of uh, segregation and they together behind the scenes really formed the foundation for the civil rights movement. So um, it was just such an honor to kind of delve in and find out there about their secret friendship. And when's that book coming out? In June. In we'll, June. we'll talk we'll with Kathleen Downer. Yeah. We'll talk with your publicist. This, okay. You were so delighted to get to know you. I want to go back and read your other books, Marie. Um, thank, thank you. you. Thank I you for your it. time. We, ha- we have to ask you the last great book that you read. Oh, geez, that's such a tough one because I read so I many books. Um, I loved, you know, I really loved The Marriage Portrait by Maggie um, O'Farrell, which is about Lucretia de' Medici. She was a t- young teenager mm-hmm. in the Renaissance period who was, like, forced into a marriage. And it's just another, like, kind of unknown historical woman and, like, a really crazy story. Oh, oh well, I hope The Mitford Affair gets picked up and produced by, like, maybe Nicole Kidman and it's on Netflix. Yeah, maybe it's a, a great story. Oh, your mouth. Yeah, Please. like a 10-part series, the costuming, the sets, it would be great. Yes. Oh, me too. Let's make that happen. Okay, right. Lori's on it. Um, what a delight <laughs> to meet you, Marie. project. Thank you for I'm your sorry? time. What a delight oh, for thank us. You thank you so much for chatting with me and for reading. Oh, love it. All right, the book is The Mitford Affair. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. We've got a couple copies to give away. Or go pick it up because this this was this this book is something that'll stick with you, The Midford Affair by Marie Benedict. Thanks so much, Marie. Nice. Have a great Bye. day. You too. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.